Hi, I'm Luke Hare. I use he, him, sometimes they, them, and welcome to RPG QA Pals Club QA, where we're going to be talking about Waterdeep Dragon Heist the first season, answering questions that you sent in. Nobody actually sent us questions on social media. I, we got some <laughs> questions, though. RQPAG. Talking Pals Club. That's the format. I was going to say, like, Arting Pals, but that... That's... Yeah, that's really close to my other podcast. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been... Don't want to step on too many toes. Would, would be better for like a uh, crossover. Yeah. We got sent plenty of questions. I mean, I mean, we do we we do have a bit of crossover. Like, I think... Uh, I, invite them over for a one-pager, you know. Yeah, I, I think we have some mutual friends amongst us. So get ready for outtakes, lost <laughs> clips, and more tonight on this special. C- Carol Bernhardt? Is she got RQPGA. <laughs> you still try to work on that thing. Our... We're going to bring back every bachelor. Rancers and Pestions. <laughs> There's been a lot. Every bachelor ever. <laughs> Urban's alive. Every, every, every guest we've ever had. We'll pick between them. Who wins? Who loses? You decide. Every dog. Every dog. <laughs> we're bringing back all the dogs. It turns out the true winner of the bachelor is whoever got the best deal as an influencer. The others will die. <laughs> the person who votes for the uh, for the final winner is everyone else that was voted off the island. <laughs> that was a indoor survivor two episode survivor riff, and it's very good. Yeah, I oh Ra- round table pal games pals club. Wait, nope, I was gonna nope, keep working on it. the host i already said this bit but uh what we're going to do for our first question that got sent in by me is what is your name pronouns and what character have you played her season uh sure uh i'm sahoni uh i play dodger kelly a wolf boy of sorts who is also a cleric of sorts we both use he him and yeah i i was playing a shifter cleric pronouns I said, I said we both use he, him. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Luke just likes saying pronoun. <laughs> pronoun! He's like a Pokemon. He's trying to get Grimes to, to send him a tweet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Sam. I use they, them, and I played uh, Kier, who used he, they. Dandy Warforged Warlock, who started off working for the Zentarum, and then wasn't. <laughs> and it's fine. It all worked out great. Uh, I guess I'll go next. Uh, I'm Madison. I, I use she, her, and I played Koyos, he, him, uh, the 
lizard folk, uh, crocodile druid. Crocodile is not actually anywhere in his description, but <laughs> but he, he looks like a crocodile. <laughs> That's why I say that. And I'm Eric, aka Rid the Bastard. I play Oid, the punk crow monk. I use he him, he uses he him, and he likes to punch things, he likes to shred, and, you know, we're, we're ending on a hopeful note that he's established himself in the surface world. <laughs> I'm Gina Dazer, they, them. I play Navani Drexel, who has all the pronouns. Uh, and they are considering that maybe they should deal with their anxieties a little better. IRT leaving the city, and not that, and that's definitely not so they don't have to focus on their friends uh, leaving the dimension. So that is everybody who's on the show beyond guest players who I can think to call back for this because I'm, <laughs> I'm busy. I'm tired. We're all tired. Uh, yeah, uh, so we ended the last episode with a big drop, and uh, that's something that Madison and I had loosely planned for the beginning. I think it was, I had told you that Barry was going to have a big, important secret. <laughs> yes, so we, we talked a little bit about what was going on in general with the dogs, uh, but mm -hmm. nothing specific enough for me to be like, oh yeah, he's a drink. <laughs> but but Oh yeah, yeah. There there's still more dog secrets out there that Oh yeah, there there's more dog secrets. <laughs> This mm -hmm. is this is true. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. Look how many dogs we have. Yeah, there's so many dogs. Yeah, I, 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 I assumed like as as the victim of the dogging. Uh, <laughs> I did, I did uh -huh. think that the, this was what was going on with Barry, but uh, this is just confirmation, I guess. <laughs> what did you think was going on with Barry? I thought he was a dragon. Like I made jokes <laughs> about it. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I said, watch Barry turn out to be a dragon or something. If you go back into the podcast, I have made oh, yeah. this joke. <laughs> I know. This is something that's been said yeah. a few times. But the problem is we were kind of throwing spaghetti at the wall because we also made jokes about Barry's a mask lord. Yeah, uh, sure. Yeah, sure. This is true. Maybe he still is. We don't know. I mean, the both could be true. Both could be true. Imagine sure. if we just we yeah. just accidentally started a dragon daycare center. I just I just for didn't baby dragon. I didn't assume it was that dragon. <laughs> like like specifically the dragon in question. Yeah. No, that was just saying that he had the similar eyes, so that means he was also a gold dragon. Fair. So the dwarf mm -hmm. was a dragon and also Barry is a dragon. Yeah. Okay. Any other dragons I should know about? Yeah. Oh no, no, no! They are the same dragon. The same dragon? Okay. Yeah. Like okay. Barry was also the dwarf, which is why you never saw the dwarf Barry in the same place. Well, we saw them jumping around in the gold behind the dwarf. <laughs> but after the dwarf had vanished. No, he just said that Barry. He, he also said Barry was jumping behind the gold. You did not actually see Barry. Mm. Upsetting. <laughs> i i did have a question but i one of the the listed ones i thought was good and i would like to hear answers too because i know what mine is is what did you forget your character had that would have helped <laughs> and i would also like to make that a little more broad like is there something your character can do or anything like that just maybe a spell but oh never <laughs> never cast that i think for me it was because i've never played like monk before i didn't know i could use unarmed strikes as a bonus action so i've always <laughs> had like another strike in the tank that i wasn't aware of and i think with like level six i got an extra attack period that i was like oh shit i happened to forget about that mm -hmm. i think my, yep. mine's definitely 
definitely the rod of rulership or a gun at like earlier it was the gun uh, <laughs> that I could have used for distance fighting or the rod of rulership that may have turned that like the door fight before the temp before the uh, the treasure room uh, a little mm. differently. Uh, but honestly, all of my spells pretty much garbage. I not a, an offensive one in the yeah. bunch. I think, and I, I felt very pressured <laughs> on my end to, to like be like I need it. I can't. The, the amount I heal is not going to uh, uh, keep them alive. <laughs> yeah, I healed more than you. Well, that's again, like <laughs> I, I, uh, that's not true. I healed a lot. But, oh yeah, yeah. It's always good to have an off heal. It, it is. It is. It's just yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that last fight though, the dwarf going down and you going down and everyone coming down, I'm like, yeah. I'm just shouting at people burning my healing words. Yeah, it's just, it's yeah. just me. Yeah. I feel happen. like 1d8 plus 4 and some of these people were hitting for much more than that. So mm-hmm. it was it was a matter of like DPS in my head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like yeah. sometimes so the best damage prevention is damage. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's strategy. Yeah. yeah. But it, it's, I, I don't think like I I think all of my my spells I I made good use of them but there was something that I my character could do that I really wanted to get the excuse to but I it never happened um which is I I'm proficient in in uh, playing cards oh Dodgers Dodgers a card shark (laughs) (laughs) also I the games like the dice the pan pipes the like that yeah. first time we went to that purple house of purple, uh, we picked the stuff up. I'm like, yeah, we're going to have like a, there's going to be like a casino thing maybe, or like a gambling den or something. I went to the gambling den and I wasn't <laughs> allowed to do <laughs> You were trapped in the gambling den. You weren't allowed to actually do anything in the gambling den. I know. No, I was trapped in the gambling den. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it was Oi who was trapped in the gambling den. That's right. The bear, Barry came to help. Yeah, you were trapped in the gambling den and I was going to be like, <laughs> we got a ocean sim out of here. We were gonna gamble our way out of this situation. Oh, I let me just. Yeah. Innoc- yeah. I'm just an innocent city boy. Let me. I guess I can gamble for my friend's life. And I yeah, don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I wanted to do some Yu-Gi-Oh ass shadow games for you. <laughs> Thank you. Which is like all I ask from my friends. Yeah. You know, if you can't do Yu-Gi-Oh ass shadow games for your friends, then why have them in the first place? Why have them in the first place? <laughs> the shadow games or the friends. If you can't, if you can't have a friend who's trapped in a car suspended over the bay that you have to duel for, Navenia's a wood carver. God, I would love, I would love if Dodger just got really into like Yu-Gi-Oh in this in this universe. <laughs> We do we do like a mo- a modern AU and he becomes like a killer Yu-Gi-Oh player. Uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. Now wizards would have to invent like a Yu-Gi-Oh, you know, companion for their uh for D and D. well, you know, I have a uh, Legacy of the Duelist. I I have a deck on there. I could bring that over. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. My answer goes back uh, way way back to the creation of this character. Uh, a different fucking patron <laughs> but Luke, we had fun i i, I like the mystery overall of my patron 
But man, it would have been really cool or smart to, from the beginning, just have a very defined thing and not this. It's a sword. The I was not as confident in D&D as I am now to be able to like write out, hey, this is what my patron really is or anything mm-hmm. like that. And the Hexblade is just so deeply vague the way that it's written. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I mean, I wanted a tryhard. I was like, oh yeah, I'm an assassin. I'll, I could have had a fairy. Fairies love assassinations. Demons love assassinations. <laughs> Doesn't mean I had to meet them in the first episode, but man. Yeah. <laughs> Warlocks, check them out. Elder's last, y'all. I hear, it's, I hear it's a real hoot and a half. Koyos, what did you have? Uh, Koyos admittedly didn't actually have a whole lot of like actual items that he, he, he had and didn't use or anything. Like he didn't collect a lot of things uh, mm-hmm. over time i think the only thing that he really had like as an item wise um was the laughter button that he bought <laughs> <laughs> which just which is just a, a a fucking like staples button that has like canned laughter in it when he hits it That's which true. was just like the perfect use uh, uh in that one episode i used it when i remembered that i had it uh <laughs> but besides that he really didn't have any actual item because i built him as somebody who came straight from the swamp so he has a lot of like uh um the druidic focus, the the hunting traps, and, and all that mm-hmm. stuff, and it's just like he w- he would he didn't have any reason to use any of that, but he yeah. had it the whole time. Um, and then like actual actions and spell wise, we just never entered a position in which Koyos could do some of the stuff that he could do as a a druid. Uh, one of which is turn into an animal, <laughs> which yeah. which I think we talked at, about at one point. If that if he ever did, it mm-hmm. would be like he would turn into the animal but like he just assumes that most animals are either like something he's seen from the swamp which is uh, a lot of bugs or a lot of reptiles or a dog so it would have just been like a fucked up animal crocodile dog creature (laughs) instead of like the real proper thing Uh, but we we never really ended up in a position where it was like all right koyos turn into a a bird (laughs) i don't know yeah we need to get this message across quickly, and all we end up doing <laughs> Quick, Koyos, a bird! And it's just like, uh, you turn into the most horrifying creature on Earth. <laughs> all right, a bird! <laughs> this is what you think a bird is, huh? A Skeksis flying. Just a, 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 yeah, a pterodactyl, but, like, with a skin condition. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it, it's a penguin with scales all over it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And feathers on the tips of the wings. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it still can fly somehow, but it, oh my god. <laughs> But yeah, that, we just never entered a position in which uh, that mm-hmm. was something that needed to be done. And it wasn't something that, as it turns out, the two other people could turn into things too. So I didn't want to fucking like step on any toes that way. Hey, everyone. Hey, everybody. <laughs> tur- turn into something else. Let's go. Jodger looks sadly at his pile of spells. <laughs> oh, wait. I can turn into something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you too turn into something. <laughs> <laughs> You're a werewolf or something. <laughs> I to me, I, I really sat on that first transformation for a long time because I wanted I wanted like the right moment. Uh-huh. Yeah, you picked a good one. I think. Yeah. During during yeah. the fucking crawdaddy fight. I, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh I have to scroll back up because there are many photos of cats and dogs. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> 
<laughs> I believe you'll find there's many photos of drow sleeping. Those are <laughs> and elves. Pod- podcast relevant. Yeah, they're all vital. All very important. I also posted a picture of the Therian form of tornadoes, because that's that's what I picture if Cloyos tried to turn into a bird. Yeah, well, just imagine oh, that but with like a crocodile face and you're good. I have to say the markings on the front of that creature are unfortunate. Titties. Yeah, they're not great. Where it has a giant red spot where oh, its vagina wow, yeah. would be and then a bikini on top. Where its cloaca would be. Cloaca. <laughs> yes. Get it right. That's Latin for sewer. <laughs> I love that for birds. <laughs> I love that for birds. Happy for them. So is that kind of like how all of the shocklands in Magic the Gathering could also be slang terms for a vagina? <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, you've changed magic for me. So I appreciate that. The old blood crypt. Yep. Oh, yeah. The steam vents. Yep. The cattle shrine. <laughs> <laughs> Crack the case wide open, boys. Yeah. The hallowed fountain. The breathing pool. <laughs> yes. <laughs> mm. uh, right. Let's well, let's dra- let's drop this bit. Uh, does somebody else want to ask a question, or do other people have questions? I will say for things that I forgot, uh, there is a point I think in the pandemic where I stopped taking as many notes as I had. So there's a bunch of stuff that I've probably forgotten about to use against all of y'all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But also there <laughs> there there are just some plot lines that I did not want to continue necessarily. Like I had a final battle mapped out, uh, which is why all of y'all got healed by the dwarf. <laughs> that was suspicious. And, yeah, and... It's like finding a save crystal before you walk into a big giant room. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and that was going to be the return of Satoshi, uh, the other living enemies. Uh, Shemeshka was possibly going to be invoked. Uh, the Xanathar was going to be brought back as a death tyrant, and then it was kind of like, no, they, they've kind of earned a happy ending at point. Yeah. <laughs> they did so much fighting like in the previous one. It was was like a single dwarf nearly got all of us and i was yeah. setting him on fire the entire time yeah. like <laughs> how would we survive it was kind of like the all out where you can just like have this completely diplomatic ending to everything going on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if you just like find this one obscure fact you can completely gloss over it i rewatched h bomber guys um, fallout 3 is awful yeah i love that the new vegas one is what inspired me to do the fallout rpg that i ran oh nice mm-hmm. so for questions mm-hmm. uh when I thought of genuinely by myself and not asked people for uh, was <laughs> if you had to swap bodies with another character for a party event or a long weekend, who would it be? I'd say Navinia because then I could just go full on mystique or morph and, you know, just turn into different beings. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I think I might want to be Koyos. Just do big chomps on stuff. Just big old big old chomp on everything. Yeah, just to like experience the big chomps. I'm I'm gonna be honest. I ever since Koyos first put an entire hollowed out fruit drink in his mouth Mm. and chomped it, I (laughs) never stopped thinking about what if I could do that. Uh Yeah. (laughs) Just the big chomps. It's it's very good. 
so luring. I, I like. I think immediately right before, like we were do we were doing that that first bit. Like earlier in that day, I had been just watching videos of crocodiles because sometimes I just like to do that. And there are like so many videos of them just being like, "What if I roll this watermelon into a crocodile's mouth? Boom! And the watermelon's gone. It's vaporized." I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. "Yeah, oh yeah." I've seen gender reveals that are like that. Like, let's fill this watermelon <laughs> with colored jello and then toss it to a wild crocodile from too close and see what happens and see what gender our baby is and i'm like that is insane well at least it's not a wildfire it's better than that Oh, yeah. yeah. Only people who throw watermelons into animal mouths are zookeepers. And even those videos morally dubious. Yeah. Keep in mind that was a very cynical at least it's not a wildfire. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I feel like if you tried to rope Koyas into that situation, they'd be like, thank you for the treat. Gender is an illusion. <laughs> just make your eggs warmer and then you'll get more whatever one you yeah. want. Yeah, just just. Do you need lamps? <laughs> Do you need some lamps? Do you need some heat? You can just get somebody who's hotter and get them to sit on the eggs. You're good. Do you need some yeah. cool mud? <laughs> we'll figure it out. Do you have figure enough males up. and females in your in your group? <laughs> yeah. What do you need? Chomp. <laughs> I think Oi would probably want to switch places with uh, Kier just because he can do the whole like automaton. He can find out what it's like to be an automaton. Mm-hmm. Shit, I'm a robot boy now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I, I Void Face would be cool for concerts. Yeah. You know? Yeah, just become Daft Punk, honestly. It's like David Bowie on steroids. I shouldn't have buffed David Bowie. That seems <laughs> like my brain doesn't want to allow that. Oh, yeah, no, my, I can't process it. No. Mm. <laughs> it's just, it does not compute. It's like a super buff prince. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, no. Nope. Or Doesn't Tilda Swinton. All of these are just refusing. Tilda Swolton. Swolton. <laughs> oh, I can imagine a very buff Tilda Swinton more than the others, but mm-hmm. I feel like she has more tall, strong energy than the other two. Mm. I don't know. My brain just kind of jumps right ahead to every deviant art, muscle art. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Just, oh, no. A freak Yeah. They can. It did take Prince's head and put it on like a super buff but like a muscle builder body just like just cut it out and then slide it over onto the body i think yeah. about buff riku way too much it's very <laughs> buff spider-man <laughs> falco no uh so one question falco, yes uh one question i have is um is there any particular aspect about your character that you wanted to like convey throughout the campaign just something cool you came up with on the side but you never got around to do it i will deny using robotic characters as a way to explore gender and presentation in my role-playing games until the day i die it is certainly not a pattern i have (laughs) that multiple people have called me out on i i i think dodger very much ended up being a very different character than i originally envisioned him as uh like i think they just ended up in very different places. I very much wanted him to be someone who was way more concerned about his identity and how uh, how that kind of, uh, or having 
how do you connect to, the, to that without any like connections? What what is reconnecting to that look like? But that was never really anything that came up. Instead, instead, uh, instead, I just kind of really focused on kind of what what's going on with God, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the other thing is that like a lot of Dodgers' identity is like caring for other people. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and I feel like that really tied into because mechanically the way mm-hmm. that dodger is caring for people is using spells mechanically that comes from god and so i think it was a nice little connection they wrap up together nicely yeah yeah, yeah exactly uh, i think i explored this in a very vague like here are some repercussions of the trauma of my terrible dog backstory and like how important family is i'm not saying i'm upset but like the when luke confused the descriptions of two characters oh and then, yeah yeah started to describe one of my siblings and i was like i don't recognize this person <laughs> and then i felt so bad like in character and out <laughs> i did dm him afterwards uh yes. yeah and then i also felt <laughs> yeah so we shared the grief uh, and upsetness but like just the the connections i have to family and the city are like yeah the party's great and like we did all this stuff together we're heroes but like that is something that can't be like put up against with the party which is like why i'm like i can't leave the city i'm not i'm not like free to adventure i have people to take care of and and obligations and things that i love here and it's not just about like having a panic attack when i leave the city you know it's Mm -hmm. it's the good Mm -hmm. stuff as well i think a lot of this stuff i i had a general idea of what i wanted to do with like i had the concept there already but i think with oi it just became one of those things where like i started learning more about like drow culture and i got all these other ideas for like little characters i want to include and all this you know other stuff and i think that's kind of how you know like that's what my thing came about so it's not something i could like integrate super well into an adventure like on the fly when it requires a lot of planning when it could be like oh yeah here's a thing from my backstory i forgot to mention <laughs> So yeah, so I am working on uh, a thing with patrons for like kind of like a prequel visual novel to uh, the events here. And you guys are more than welcome to like contribute episodes if you guys want to go into, oh, by the way, before we adventured, you know, uh, you know, my character was doing this. You're more than welcome to that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, seeing your progress on that is really cool. Mm-hmm. No, that's <laughs> that has Take a closer look at that. That sounds really cool, actually. With with Koyos, admittedly, like he, he's a, he, he was a very straightforward character from the get because- I tend to not play this kind of character, the 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 big stupid uh uh like easily trusting kind of character. Like I t- I tend to play like on the opposite side, like weirdly smart characters who who are either magically or one particular thing that they're really really good at or whatever. Uh and so I wanted to be the character who is just like a too nice really trusting just dumb as a sack of rocks but just you know genuine and uh yeah no that's that's, that's just kind of coyos in a nutshell um so it worked out pretty well i think the only suspicious person was kira yeah (laughs) Yeah, the the only suspicious (laughs) and even then coyos would have followed him to the ends of the earth yeah an aspect speaking of Kier being suspicious an aspect that didn't come up as much and that I was pretty certain it was going to more until uh, the character took a different direction was the fact that he's an assassin Um, I was pretty sure I was going to resolve the battle of the bands by killing Curly Arasta (laughs) that was my plan for a long time but uh, I think the, the plans just got it's not that they got upended I got way more into the character and uh, the idea 
idea of Kira opening up to, you know, a, an actual family for the first time and, and hearing new ideas and how family <laughs> serves each other. But so, like, just as more time was spent with the people that would have killed for, uh, and realizing, like, well, I realized, as Kira did, that I had no idea where, where they were going to go in terms of profession uh, from then on. <laughs> yeah, and your new family is all like, yeah, we believe in people and we, we trust and we, we're like generally good and let's have a dog house. And that's... I try not to kill. <laughs> <laughs> try not to kill. Like, like or we'll beat the shit out of someone. But like killing it, like, no, he just wants to, just enough to establish authority. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I mean, I, Kier's got a count. There, there, I, I never sent stuff over to Luke to detail this but I had played around like ooh is there like maybe a, a nom de plume that go under or that the press is given to some mysterious unsolved murders like that I picture Kier as having some notches on that belt yeah. mm-hmm. like you're pulled from a different genre and yep. put into this group <laughs> oh, I, I, absolutely yeah I can absolutely see that I think oh. it, it's it's appropriate that Dodger and, and Kier end up uh, I was gonna say not together, but like having having like a a, bu- a buddy duo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Given that they both seem the one like the most dark fantasy out of. <laughs> both the five. Yeah, little, little bit we, have to, we have to go I, find out about our parents and, and our and our family. It's like all right, bye. We'll we all have dark <laughs> aspects, but it's like we we were the two who did not participate in the Battle of the Bands. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's kind of the the whimsical centerpiece of of our. Yeah, when I was like, we can't break up the band. I was like, oh yeah. We I, I think it's really funny because we both like ended up choosing uh, a species from uh, uh, from like uh, Eberron, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so, yeah. So I guess it like kind of works on that <laughs> level. Like maybe mm-hmm. we're both just from Eberron. <laughs> just kind of <laughs> and, just from somewhere that's else. That's what Eberron's like. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna finally get to live your Kid Casey books. <laughs> I want that person to be real in those books and then them to be like the books that are published are like the the fairy tale version that are all like kind of like neatened up and made less like dramatic and dangerous so that they can sell the kids and the real version oh. of that is like yeah i remember that story i mean i mean, I, I mean that some fun behind the scenes thing but yes that's exactly what they are <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh my god <laughs> Yes. This alternate universe, you get to go meet him. Honestly, like a character like that could be from Eberron. Eberron's like a, a giant city built on top of uh, endless tombs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Isn't every society built on top of endless tombs? Do you man? think about it. Certainly in the <laughs> West. Mm-hmm. Oh. Am I right? The society. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah, you participate in society. <laughs> Curious. <laughs> Hi, Luke. They're Luke. I tried to be Luke for a day, but it's too many pants. I mean, that's fair. I do. I'm wearing pants right now. <laughs> I'm wearing pants right now. <laughs> I've been wearing pants this whole time. This whole time. <laughs> my, my God. <laughs> I, our audience can imagine us all wearing pants. Oh. You better not. <laughs> Don't. I swear I will find you. Don't. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> Don't. It's a no pants zone. Get out. <laughs>
questions. Questions. We're on a Q&A. Questions. Yeah. Uh, any, any questions for your good old GM? I have a question for you. Yeah. It's funny you asked. Uh, is there a future podcast campaign in the works? Fuck if I know. Uh, <laughs> no, I... So, <laughs> So I, uh, around the time of the party split, uh, I did start writing down ideas for what would be kind of like season two, because I knew I didn't want to keep stretching out Waterdeep Dragon Heist, and while I had initially had plans to, like, send you all up against all four of the villains, it's like, eh, that's a lot of work I'm dealing with, uh, depression more so than usual because yeah. I like got laid off uh December of 2020 and uh yeah so uh I did start writing down ideas and some of them have been hinted at like we will get to see Dodger's parents in theory uh Coyos is making a bunch of assumptions about things right now <laughs> uh, like, here's stuff I've had written down for a while, and that actually crossed into another campaign that I was running that is canon to this one, but is not recorded anywhere. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, secret canons. And I, I feel like Oi has some relationship stuff that can go, but, uh, like, I, I have stuff that I want to get to, but I, I feel like as much as we had some good times in, like, the planned parts of, like, Waterdeep Dragon Heist, a lot of the stuff is kind of antithetical to more the pants DMing that I do. Because mm-hmm. uh, I, I I am also a person who can be like, oh yeah, I'm going to plan out everything. But generally I like just having a sandbox of stuff. I I am I am the exact opposite most of the time. I, I'm usually like someone who over plans if anything. <laughs> so so it's it, it's been kind of interesting playing with you who who has have the have this sort of like entirely different play style. I've had to kind of like learn while running. Fair. <laughs> but yeah, so I've got ideas uh, in terms of like what we're going to do next because we're going to give uh, our Waterdeep Dragon Heist pals a break for a bit. Brettel leave. Yes. Uh, we offer up to nine months of it. <laughs> Which seems backward, but it is necessary. I'm like pretty open to try some other uh, stuff. Like I've just picked up new games. I wouldn't mind getting to like run stuff a bit. Or uh, I wouldn't mind getting to like play things for a bit. But I know there's some games that not everybody's interested in. And uh, good time to give some of those a try. Uh, maybe get some other voices in on the yeah. podcast once or twice because we are oh no I, I guess i can't say we're predominantly a bunch of white people here well no yeah no that is no. not true nope. <laughs> yeah. guess what you're outnumbered <laughs> oh no cis people are outnumbered too right no yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Yes, no. yes 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 we yes. are cis men maybe. well cis no. men yeah. Are yeah definitely there um <laughs> Yeah, no, just like getting in some uh, more people, more voices, and uh, trying out some different stuff. Like, we have, I think we've had some really fun uh, times on the one shots, and as long as I don't need to go back to the Animal Crossing well again, I'm <laughs> doing fine. Uh, I literally posted a piece for uh, Comics XF, literally saying, Hey, I'm trying to deal with my trauma of how do I stop playing Animal Crossing because I have emotions attached to these characters and because things happen in real life if I go and stop playing I 
I know they're going to be aware on some level that I am not there. Do I just kill them? What do I do? Oh, God, anxiety. (laughs) I have so many friends who are like, I can't go back because the the one line each of the characters, each of the villagers will say to them, Mm -hmm. recognizing that they've been gone for a number of times, like for a number of times, is too much for their anxiety and responsibility awareness in this current yeah. time oh which is so wild because like back on the gamecube version it was like oh yeah and i'm gonna jump forward ahead four months to see what's going on on christmas yeah i time skip all the time in in that so if you ever need good turner prices let me know oh uh, i can hook you up i i have played an incredibly clean game the closest i came to time skipping was i forgot to do a bug catching contest and so i went to someone else's island who was in a different time zone where it was still open. yeah i played dirty oh. i played dirty <laughs> I animal <know>. crossing <laughs> I know, and sometimes you can't sell your uh, turnips. Illicit Animal Crossing. (laughs) My God. I don't pick my weeds. I let the flowers grow naturally. (laughs) It's like, oh God, I had to revisit my game because I'm doing like, uh, well, I mean, it's going to be, you know, way beyond that by the time this episode comes out, but I'm doing like a marathon, 12-hour marathon to fund my next album and all that and, Mm. you know, my cons for the upcoming year. And what I was going to do is that turn like my Animal Crossing island into a concert venue, and I want to expand it a bit and then I was like fuck I haven't played this game in like four months oh my god I just don't play Animal Crossing yeah <laughs> handshake handshake I also do not play Animal Crossing you need me to give your character a loan because I've got like 27 over 27 million bells in the bank no no I got no I'm like good on bells it's just like oh <laughs> right catalog access I, I might I might need to oh look. man a bell shark Luke I'm gonna hit you up afterwards I got a piano I gotta get rid of but uh I uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no, I'm more than down to help because it's also like, oh, I, I'm cutting down what I'm doing. It's like I'm not even digging up gyroids anymore on the uh, yeah. patent tours because I've got too many of them. My my fully upgraded inventory is at like 4,500 pieces, and it's like I only have 5,000. My main double road with the gyroids. Also, I had like six bad turnip weeks in a row Oof. i should put together something for the uh, for the podcast i have games i have things you <laughs> have games you do games yeah I tell do. us about those games you yeah. Made them. yeah oh yeah over the course of the podcast <laughs> i released a game yeah, <laughs> yeah and I, I i told you i am ready to play i've had like another character made mm-hmm. i i i think like the the biggest thing is i've spent at this point three years writing this mm-hmm. wow. so it's it's very hard to like jump into that and write a campaign but i i want to <laughs> um I, i'm currently working on a toolbox which will be make, uh, make running it that much easier it, that's yeah. gonna have extra player creation options but also like a a, a a Lego bucket worth of uh locations and and uh plot hooks and NPCs uh, that just, you can just like, yeah real quick Sahoni <laughs> what's the name of this wonderful game oh yeah of course oh. let's talk about that uh <laughs> I released a game called exceptionals exceptionals is a game inspired by x-men about the spaces uh that marginalized folks make for themselves uh it's about exploring kind of what the mutant metaphor means to you and punching back uh on your own terms and it's a sort of like narrative tag driven game that makes sure to make room for both like the very complicated nature of these sort of things 
enjoy and it's it's really neat because it's because of the character creation process it allows you to do like really high concept weird superpowers that most super uh power games just don't do mm-hmm. it's really cool i watched all of uh my hero academia and it's like yeah no i i wanted to do some more stuff like this that i don't think would work and as well in like uh marvel face rip system like i can make yeah. sandwiches made of metal that's like i can turn your sandwich into gold but only for like an hour yeah i mean mm-hmm. you can do that in exceptionals though <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah no that's yeah, that's crazy that's, that's, that's the beauty of it uh-huh. it, it, the the narrative tags go a long way to make you feel like mm-hmm. your power set has a consequence more than it being flavor uh, like it can be in superpowers i i wanted to put a big emphasis on creating a character outside of your superpowers too mm-hmm. uh because i think like too many superhero games over focus on the power fantasy of of it all without like thinking mm-hmm. about the things that make us actually care about superhero stories mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. W- which is like we we care about the characters we care about uh their lives and what they like and who they are as people Mm -hmm. and i i very much wanted to to have a focus on that and you also do a good job of like making it where it's something that has to be done in a naturalistic way it's not like bringing up phase rip again where it's like oh if you don't go to your aunt's birthday party you lose karma points it's more of just like you want to do it because it's in character and if not there's role-playing consequences and it's not your aunt will feel bad yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) your aunt will feel bad and you know that's that might have some consequences because like you share a space with your aunt you you are in her life as much as she is in yours (laughs) I, I will. I will say. I, I got to play your game uh, that one time that we mm-hmm. we played it for for an episode. And to this day, I still think about the character that I made for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, I'm, I'm still like, oh man, I love Day. I, I miss her. <laughs> I'm glad. Like that's that's a that's a thing that I hear every now and then from people that have played it. Like I don't think I've had people come away from it without them liking the character they made, or at least being interested mm-hmm. in it. I yeah. guess. Mm-hmm. Which, um, yeah. I- I love Solomon Key, the absolute shitty. <laughs> Just the worst. worst. Uh-huh. Oh. oh my god. Um, so so that is something that we can look forward to at some point coming yeah. up. I, I've I've also got like uh, my birthday was recently and I picked up a couple of games for that. Uh, so I've been looking through that and I might do something there too. Uh, and nice. I'm just gonna say this out loud. Wanna play a mech game. <laughs> Wanna Ooh, fly man. around a spaceship, so robot man. That is a a possibility, but it is getting later. It is almost yeah, same, l- same. It's after ten thirty p.m. in God's time. So, uh, <laughs> let, let's just that is. Hey, you want God? I live in New York. Yeah, hey, the only God I believe in is the Mets, baby. <laughs> baby, hey, let's go with the Mets. The gold who live in New York is truest God. Golden tablets. Uh, so yeah, uh, let's just do a quick, uh, anything new going on with y'all. Uh, right now I am doing a new podcast called Domance Dawn, which is sort of inspired by weird fan art mashup, uh, where this is, uh, a friend Janine and I are going through all of One Piece and we are assigning Simpsons characters to the One Piece characters who are named and is wild, is wild. So, uh, you'll probably be able to find that at, at Domance Dawn under. Uh, I have a long-term project that I've been working on since fall, uh, which is a human child. And 
<laughs> and also I've just been doing more like physical media art and exploring textures and color and seeing how working outside of the digital has really just made me feel a lot better about like the act of doing yeah mm -hmm. that's not Excellent. that's not a joke about sex and making babies that's not it's different <laughs> never talk about paint uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, paint, 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 paint good. Paint good, yes. Um, but yeah, just those two main bits and gardening. I've been gardening. Gardening's good. Uh, well, I've been Sony, and uh, I know I spent like a good portion of time talking about my game, but it's very much there. You can find it at bramblewolfgames.itch.io. It's called Exceptionals. If you Google Exceptionals, you might be able to find it. I do not know the discoverability of it, but uh, but if you search Bramblewolf and Exceptionals, I'm sure you'll find it. <laughs> It's, uh, I, I, I'm currently working on, uh, a toolbox that's going to add some more options and make it that much easier to run. That way, if you have a bunch of friends who are, uh, who are very much hemming and hawing about uh, playing a new sort of game, they have less of a reason to do that. And... After all of that's done, I'm going to be starting on my second game, which is tentatively called Protect the Sacred. It is basically a game about uh, people with folklore-based superpowers as a part of an organization that protects, preserves, and reclaims magic as a part of living culture and a cool sort of urban fantasy pulp adventure. Well, that sounds cool as hell. So, mm -hmm. hell yeah. yes. <laughs> Oh, also, if you search exceptional games, it's the first, it's the first result. Nice. So. All right, I can go next. Uh, I've been Eric, aka Rhythm Bastard. I'm still putting out music uh, under Rhythm Bastard. I do have a couple like song concepts in the hopper. I do. I'm working on a couple Magic Gathering based songs. I have a greatest hits slash road mix album coming out called Hardcore Nerdcore Punk Rock that I'm going to be looking for funding for. And it's just like all of the big songs I play live. It's a big collection. I've re recorded a lot of it and yeah so uh, as far as other songs go i have like a patreon where i put out new stuff i'm working on a song with a uh, teddy winton who is a drummer in the furry community and he does a lot of cool work so check him out as well um on my patreon i'm also doing a a visual novel as i mentioned earlier that acts sort of a prequel for uh the our uh, campaign and i also made a suit for thrash panda over the past couple months that was pretty nice. fun to do, actually. I'm like, I kind of looked at it like a hobby car, I guess. And uh, yeah, that was a pretty fun, creative experience. I'm going to copy pictures of it in the thing. Mm -hmm. right, who else is next? Uh, I guess, I guess I suppose I, I will go. I admittedly don't have a whole lot to kind of uh, lay out before the table here. Uh, mostly thanks to uh, delightful little... Uh, contracts called NDAs, unfortunately. A and for the most part, not doing a whole lot in the terms of uh, other podcasts at the moment. So I'm, I'm hanging out here. Uh, life improvements, that sort of thing. Thumbs up! Yay! I, too, do not have projects I can share. But also, you can find me on Twitter. A shitpost there. If, if you're listening to this, you probably already follow me. <laughs> at, the, at this point, same, yes. You do good, can Shoot me a tweet. Let's interact. Yeah. I will not invite invite you to join an MLM. <laughs> Thank yes. God. Mainlining Mario Kart. Sounds suspicious. 
<laughs> All right. Well, uh, that that's going to wrap up things so we can go to bed or have dinner or do whatever other things we need. Yeah. Thank you for I'm listening to this very self-serving special. May you and your loved ones stay in good health. May your enemies meet their just fates. And May your pies never burn on the edges. May you find like five bucks on the ground and just be like, oh, cool. No one's looking for this. I get five bucks for free. And may your floor mushrooms always be delicious. <laughs> I don't have Don one. Poisons. May your watermelons always be incredibly juicy and crunchy. Yeah. May your kids WB Snow Jam have Going three to- all new Pokemon. Okay. Going to close. <laughs> 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 <laughs>